brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Show number 907. What? Good morning to you all. Uh, if you're watching it live, if you're watching it later in the day or months after the fact, ah, whatever. Uh, okay, so thank you so much for being here. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, LJ Guy 2004 says, What's up, Zaniacs? Uh, that's kind of an antiquated term. No one really calls themselves Zaniacs anymore. If you're in, if you know, you know. But hello, uh, Kenny seems to think it's not an antiquated term. Uh, shut up. What do you know? Who who is it? Who are you to tell to 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 drop that? It's no one goes by that term. That was a name. Back in the day, we do not use that anymore. And for you suggesting that it's not on my show, I believe at one minute in, you will be eating, oh, oh, a nice time out, you fucking moron. Amanda says, I'm not getting rid of my T-shirt that says I'm a Zaniac. Well, then I'll know who has it when you mail it back to me. And, and just for grins, because you started all sorts of trouble last night with your big, fat fucking mouth again, enjoy 10 minutes. I know exactly what you're up to, Amanda. Amanda's the screenshot the chat and send it off to her fucking degenerate friends uh, that like to look at Dean's dick. I know all about it. And then you're like, oh, I started trouble. You got poor, uh, uh, fragile Nick all wound up last night. Nice job. Good one. Oh my God. That's all they need is that type of, uh, uh, unsettling news. You throw fucking Stevie under the bus. I know all about it. What the hell are you doing? Leave those morons alone. Pick a team. What is wrong with you? I I cannot let that slide. Holy shit. Amanda screenshots the chat from yesterday's show and sends it off to them. Hey, hey, here, here's what happened on the show today. Because Stevie, at one point, lovely Stevie, said, yeah, I was on the Zoom. They were talking shit. That's all she said. Okay? Now, I don't know why you would send that off to them. I don't have any proof or anything. I'm just going by the fact that it, it seems like something you would do. And I think you were kind of like, um, 
what do you call it? Trying to trying to make up for it after the vaccine. No, 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 no. She just said talking shit. That could mean anything. My God, what are you doing? Come on. And while you sit there with your 10 minutes, what the hell, Amanda? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you, what? Damn it. What? Hey, I can hear you. I know, but my Twitch is making you echo, so hold on. Yeah, but I can't hear it, so who cares? Um, okay, so what? I was just drying my hair. It was not me. Oh, That's come bullshit. on. Come on. No. It was, I don't even talk to Nick. <laughs> well, everybody. The only time I talk to Nick is if I'm on a Zoom. And even then, the last Zoom I was on, I was half asleep. All right. So you did not yesterday screenshot our chat here and send it off to uh, and post it or send it to Nick or do some shit. You, you, you did none of that. Okay, you just called me, and I have whitening strips on, and I am doing my hair. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to get ready for work. All right, All right. so you did not. So you, me accusing you of screenshotting and sending is not accurate. That is correct. It is not accurate. And I got a little, a little pissed off, but I understand it's for the show. <laughs> for the show. <laughs> But no, Stevie texted me and asked me if it was me that did it. And I said, no. Okay. I said, again, I well, don't have time for that. Stevie sends, uh, Stevie reaches out to me. She goes, who do you think did this? I go, oh, that, that's that got to be Amanda. Oh, my God. <laughs> Way to throw me under the bus. Yeah. Well, you know. I don't need to stir shit up. I don't need to. You okay. can do it on your own. <laughs> all right. You are, you are, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, take back what I said about you. Thank you. Uh. I, I can't unban you. That's okay. I again I don't have time to comment anyway. I gotta right. do my hair. All right. Have a nice day. Okay. You too. See ya. Bye. Bye. So yeah. This is fantastic. So I don't know who did it. I don't care. I don't I don't because I like it. I like the fact that Nick is so wound up. Holy shit. Nick, that cocksucker. Son of a bitch. And by the way, um, I have this comment. As much as Nick's a cocksucker, his laugh still makes me laugh. That's what I said yesterday. And what this person wrote in is absolutely true. It's too bad he's such an asshole. Um, this is how it unfolded. Okay. On this show yesterday, Stevie made the comment. Yeah, they were talking shit. That's all she said. Now, Nick gets together with his degenerate friends. Instead of spending time with his family, on a Friday or Saturday night, he'll get together for like six hours and talk about uh, dental hygiene and mold removal. And so that asshole leads the party and um, whatever. They do their thing. It's called shit-talking. They actually call it a get-together shit talk. And so Stevie says, uh, yeah, they were talking shit. So she took exactly what that fucking guy titles it and says, yeah, hey, they were talking shit. And she said nothing more. Well, Nick is such a drama queen, as are all of the men in that group. Uh, Kate included in the men. 
Someone screenshot that from here and <laughs> sent it to fucking Nick. And so he goes, boo, and explodes. Oh, my God. And then he writes, I remember Saturday pretty well. You were on the phone for 90% of the time. You were there most that was said to you was, Hey, Stevie, how's Rob? If you're going to talk shit, at least talk honest shit. <laughs> and so, what the fuck? Um, and then Kate takes a selfie and posts some stupid meme. And then Nick just, it's post after post after post of him crying about this and everybody's like what huh and then uh amanda weighs in who has been exonerated early in this show she says yeah but um uh let's see what nick said i'm sure it was after she mentioned the zoom amanda said yeah but he never said anything about it uh nick said was always we always enjoy chatting with friends, regardless of what you listen to or watch. Nick always tries to put himself off as this, oh, I'm so welcoming. Everyone's welcome to join. That's right. Come on in to our cesspool of fucking ignorance. Uh, Nick then follows up. Uh, next one's in two weeks if you want to pop on. Who the fuck does this? Uh, some nice lady named Erica writes, you have too much time on your hands. If you care this hard and, and that, <laughs> I love that. She just rubs his nose and shit. And then he just writes, a, he lo unloads on her, this Erica lady with a, he writes a book, you know, um, I open the Zooms up for everyone because I like to meet interesting folks and shoot the shit. I have no interest in keeping the discussion going about someone I don't want to interact with. To have my business put out there and misconstrued or lied about. Now, this is all because Stevie said they talked shit on there. That's all Stevie said. And this child fucking flips out uh is what bothers me quote they were talking shit we were having conversations about everything like friends do we weren't talking about eric because unlike him most of us have moved on oh wait a minute these guys i want to park on that you know what these idiots do they take that bobblehead one of them had a bobblehead and they they actually mail it to each other in the mail and then take the bobblehead and and pose it and take a picture. Ooh, and then with a nice, clever line. Holy shit. That is fantastic. Oh, my God. Anything that takes time away from Dean leering at people he shouldn't be leering at is a good move. So you have actually made the community safer. Then Nick follows up with, also, to your point of too much time, it's actually quite the opposite. I never have time for shit. So to put aside a Saturday to hang out and banter with friends, it's nice to have your entire conversation lied about. Not so much. <laughs> this guy is such a fat worm. Jesus fucking A. 
And uh, Josh writes, Jesus, it's the fall. They should be outside. Imagine how bad it's going to get once the snow hits. Oh, my God. This is great. I'm so happy about this. Amanda says, in all fairness, she didn't say what you were talking shit about. I was too tired to remember what any of you said. Tyler says, more lying to our ears. How do these people cope? I know they don't cope by taking care of their teeth. Nick says, all right, fair enough, Amanda, but it warranted a phone conversation. We don't want to be his content. We've asked repeatedly to not, but we've moved on. Why can't he? Oh, yeah, I think a bobblehead being... (laughs) Being uh, shot in picture form all around the United States might be that you're still talking about it, which is fine, but that just means that I'm going to unload with all my battleship guns aimed at you degenerate fucking pussies. Uh, Nick then says, Amanda, I'm, I mean, I guess we could be flattered. He misses us so much. He and Corey and Aram can't keep our names out of their mouths. <laughs> Holy shit. Amanda says, I don't know. I enjoyed the Zoom chat and I didn't think Stevie meant you were talking shit um, about Eric. He just wants it for the show. Uh, show was Stevie heavy today. Um, and Pellerito posts something idiotic. And then uh, Nick says, hey, it's an open invite to everyone who wants to shoot this shit. I wouldn't even turn down Eric. Might turn him away if he starts being a dick, but I welcome all. Fuck. And that is it. It ends right there. Hmm. Uh. Megan says, "Uh uh-oh, what did I walk into? Well, Megan, you know, if you'd quit getting your kids off to school and get here on time, um, we wouldn't have to backtrack. Tyler says, Eric should pop in their Zoom and pretend like nothing happened. I have, okay, even when I liked, well, I should never say liked, even when I tolerated these people, I didn't like showing up on those stupid Zooms because I have a fucking life. I have things going on like sleep, interacting with my family, uh, doing stuff outside. Yeah, fuck those idiots. It got to a point on this show where it was just such diminished returns and such an exhausting thing to have to engage all of these children. Oh, Jesus. The worst. Well, Amanda, um, I believe you. I do believe you. Um, I, I thought for a second there that that was you, and I don't care. I Again, I, I want those people to know about what goes on here. Some of them I still believe are lurking and that's fine. I I encourage that because they're, they're too uh, scared that I will rub their face and shit, which I do all the time. And it's great fun. I love it. 
Uh, so this all started because of the term Zaniacs. LJ Guy 2004 started all of this. I rescind. Amanda is the snitch. She defended herself well enough. Uh, and to uh, whoever is screenshotting and sending it to uh, Pudgy Nick, well done. Keep it up, please. Kenny says, yeah, well, yeah, Eric, but there's a timestamp on the screenshot. It's a replay. Anyone can access that on Twitch. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I guess you've said it more than once. I might have missed it the first time. So if, well, it's either someone sending the screenshot or one of someone's watching it, tipping him off, or he's watching it himself. One of those things is happening. Either way, it's either he's watching it or someone's tipping him off. That makes me happy because Nick's a dick. Uh, Aram says, they banned me. I didn't write anything at all on their Facebook group. That doesn't sound welcoming to me. Well, that's because it's, you know, it, you, you have those three uh, idiots. Uh, Amanda, I'm sorry, Andrea Pellerito and uh, uh, Nick that are running it. And, and, and you're right. It isn't welcoming. It's, it's, it's a shit show. Stevie says, I'm so sick of this. I am too. Well, no, I take it back. I like making fun of them whenever I can. And it's, it's been a while since he really stopped down and let them have it. But they deserve it. These are losers. Brandon says, uh, while Stevie says, oh, I'm sick of this. Brandon says, I'm just here for the drama. I love that they're keeping it fueled. Idiots. LJ guy says, I called Nick a pussy and they blocked me. Well, you probably deserve that, but it's true. He is a pussy. A very dramatic pussy. Okay, all of this is fueling the next Garden of Listeners Facebook post. I imagine we're about a week and a half out. It's probably being crafted as we speak. Stevie says, I want to know who threw me under the bus. Come on, step up. It might not be, Stevie, because if Nick watched watched the replay himself, which you can you can watch the replay of this without any fear of being discovered, anyone can do that. He could have then went, oh, hey, wait a minute, which it wouldn't surprise me, you know? Nick is known for doing just a few things. Uh, driving a truck, riding around on his motorcycle, not cleaning up the inside of his house and not spending his money on dental care. Those are four things that he, those are four things he does. Welcome into the Eric Zane show podcast. I'm so glad that you are all here Uh, for the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Hey, that's it. I gotta, I gotta send you on your way, but I would love you to sign up on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. It's free and you get the show uninterrupted. I kind of give you the first, uh, I give you the intro here and then I'm like, all right, get out of here. But join me on Twitch, please. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, Give yourself a username and then you can join the chat and I will see it. You can chat on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but I I can't see it. So if you want to be involved, 
in all of this bullshit, do it. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Give yourself a username. Hit the follow button so you know when I go live, it'll send you a little thing saying, hey, Eric's live. Better check it out. And then there you go. Now, the uh, the platform is better than Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So this, there's ads that play in the middle of the show from Amazon. Amazon does that. It's a trade-off. I give them the two dozen people that watch my show, and they throw an ad out there. Okay? But if you want to skip the ads... Sign up with your Amazon Prime account and you get it for free, okay? Or throw five bucks at it. It's up to you. Or sit through the ads. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. There you go. I will send you off on your way. Thank you so much. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT and YouTube. Hold on. Bruce, knock it off, man. YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. All right. And, it's, uh, and of course, you can download the podcast wherever you download shows. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on and on. Here we go. Okay. Show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. All right. Yesterday was a YMCA day, as most days are. Most days are a YMCA day, as they should be. Uh, I, I just talked to Mike Ball about when are we going to make our fundraiser for the AT Children's po- uh, Project live and that is any day now. Uh, I just talked to the folks over there, and this is how it works. October 16th, the Grand Rapids Marathon happens. Mike and I are racing the half. Last year, he smoked me. In fact, I, I feel bad that I made him wait around for like 45 minutes while I slogged my way through that thing. It was so bad. This year, I think I can be sub two hours, which is ridiculous because, you know, a handful of years ago, I did that thing in like an hour 28. Oh, my God. But getting old sucks. That's no excuse, though. It really, it, it's not so much old. I know people that are in their 70s that can just slaughter me. All right. But I've worked a little harder this year, and I haven't had any injuries. That's good. So I think I can be about 157, which is still 25 minutes, 20 minutes slower than what Mike did last year. So leading up to this race, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to lose again. And then all of a sudden, and I don't think he's lying about this unless he's a really good liar. Uh He's been like, hey, I, I'm injured. I, I have a terrible issue right now. And I'm like, huh, what? So he, he's, he's kind of messed up. So he's saying, I don't think I can, I can compete on any type of level like I did last year. So, Eric, you might have a shot. So I don't know. Um, Tyler says he's hustling us. I, 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 I do kind of hang on to that notion as well. He may be hustling us, which is why I am not talking shit. 
I, I expect to lose this again. And by the way, my pal, Fast Jimmy, Jimmy Minima was over my house the other day. He's going to do some work in the basement. Um, and uh, he came over for dinner. He had the sliders, by the way. Sliders were a big hit. And um, now Jimmy is uh, honest to God. I mean, there, there was a time when Jimmy wasn't, uh, he was one of the fastest people in triathlon in the multi-state area. He was actually a professional triathlete. He got a pro card and was competing for money in these events. And a terrific runner. Absolutely great. That's probably his running and biking were his, his strong suits. Just a really, really hardworking dude who put in a lot of time. So, um, in fact, Jimmy once won the Grand Rapids Marathon. He won the Grand Rapids Marathon. He won Reeds Lake Triathlon more than once. He he won the uh, Mai Tai Iron Distance event. Set a record doing it. So, he's over for dinner, and I go, yeah, I'm hoping to be under two hours. And he looks at me, and he goes, jeez, under two hours. And I didn't say anything. I looked at him like, what the fuck, man? He was, like, disgusted with me. Time out. I got to explain this to Josh. I got to explain this to Josh Brown. Josh Brown says, with the Amazon Prime thing, does it just add some money to the cost of Prime? How? Don't you listen? No. Or if you subscribe with Prime, do you just pay the same price and you're good? If Okay, let me explain this to you. If you have Amazon Prime now, you just log in with that and you get this without commercial interruption. That's it. Then you, and Kenny says, then you get this fancy blue crown thingy. All you need to do is read, which I know is not your strong suit the hell just go to twitch.tv slash eric zane live and then you just root around there click the right button fill out the shit and then you're done look at reverend rowdy ron here he's like 99 years old he just did it himself if reverend rowdy ron can do it you can do it You have to do it every single month, on, like manually. All right. So Jimmy says, God, two hours. I was like, Jesus, dude. Come on, man. I'm, it's not like I'm not working. It leaves you It leaves you quickly. You, you may have had great fitness, but then it leaves you fast. Jeez. So, all right. I don't know. And by the way, thank you, Ron, for that. I appreciate it. So I'm not, uh, I am not in any way convinced that I have a shot at this. I just keep doing everything I can. I uh, went back to the Y yesterday, did my workout more than that in a second, but a ridiculous interaction I had with somebody. But, uh, so when I post it, you will see, Hey, let's get together and help the AT children's project. So, you donate $25, and then you bet. Who do you think is going to win, Eric or Mike? If you bet Mike, the person with the closest time margin of victory, 
Like if you say, I pick uh, Mike and he's going to win by 15 minutes and that's closest, then you win $300. Second closest, $200. Closest, $100. I'm sorry, third closest, $100. Mike has added this. If you pick me and beat me, everything applies except he's doubling the purse. He's that confident, or at least he was, unless he's lying, which he might be. So you could win $600, $400, $200. Okay? That's how it works. (coughs) So I should be hearing from them in a day or two. Uh, I'm doing it later. Like last year, I did it like two months before the race, three months before the race. And everybody donated all at once, and then nobody donated. So I'm like, you know, it kind of lost its punch, its importance. So I'm doing it later. Plus, I forgot. So half of that is true. <laughs> um, and we will have a reduced number of people that are going to donate. I am still trying to rebuild from the two dozen that left the show. And those people... Um, say what you will about their hygiene and their priorities and their dramatics. They were very generous. Okay. So we need to make up for the group formerly known as the Zaniacs generosity. That is like the only good thing about those people. Corey says two dozen trash bags. Tyler says Eric is growing his new garden of listeners after pulling out the weeds. I love the garden of listeners. Eric, you grew a garden of listeners. What? A garden of listeners, you asshole. That sounds just, it sounds dumb enough. That's, that's got to be because they said that all three of those idiots wrote that Garden of Listeners post. That right there is either, I, I can't figure out if that's a Pellerito or an Andrea. And all those people are really dumb. Really, really dumb. Uh, Reverend Rowdy Ron, it's very kind of you. You just gifted a tier one sub to Maureen. That is so sweet. All right. So I'm at the Y and uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. Uh, actually, prior to that, I was stoked. It was so cute. Um, yeah, I, I like cute things. All right. As you know, um, I love kids. And I know that's going to be taken out of context. I love kids and they're just adorable. And I know that's going to be used on the Boomer Bunker. Okay, that's what he does. They're going to take the clip where I just said, I love kids. And I do love kids. I can't wait. I mean, I've got two grandkids right now. And they're absolutely perfect. And uh, with Jackie getting married, I hope nine months to the day, we have another kid. Now, Diana is working in the kid zone yesterday at the Y. And she's like the leader of the pack. You know, she's the wise old buzzard lady. 
in charge of all the young people who help her take care of these little, uh, you know, first, second, third graders, some even super little. And what happens is the moms and dads, the moms and dads show up and they go, here's little Joey. And then they go and they work out. So these, uh, this couple comes in, uh, and I, we actually know them from when they were like in high school because they went to school with our kids and now they have kids of their own. You know, it's that whole, oh my God, everybody's growing up so fast. Holy shit. Or has grown up so fast. And they have three kids, you know, they're like 25 years old and they've got three kids. I'm like, holy shit. Of course I had two at that age, but that's, that's really great. I, you know, you don't see that these days. Nowadays, people get married when they're 40 and they have their first kid at 48. And I, I think that that's a little bit, uh, you may notice my attention is diverted to above my head because a stinking hornet just flew in here and that's not good. Oh shit. How the hell did that happen? Reverend Rowdy Ron says grandkids are the best because you can send them packing when you're tired of them. You're not kidding. It's like, hey, I love you. See you later. Ha ha. Um, where was I? Okay, three kids. Uh, and uh, yeah, nowadays everybody has their kids so damn old. It's just stupid. Um, so these two, the little one is like, I don't know. Nine months old, maybe. And um, I come walking in to work out, and Diana is checking these folks in with her three kids. And um, I see the little one, and she kind of looks at me. She's real little. And uh, I get down in a crouch, and I stick my arms out, like, give me a hug. And she gets a huge smile on her face, and she comes running towards me, and she hugs me. And then lets me, like, pick her up and give her a great big hug. And Mom goes, Oh, my God. I go, what? She goes, I am not kidding you. That has never happened ever in the history of her life. I go, what? And Diana, you know, Diana works with these kids. She goes, yeah, she doesn't even let me go near, and I see her every other day. She doesn't let any of the staff pick her up. And there I am holding her, and she's like, oh, she's playing with my nose and just shit like that. I think she thought I was like Gonzo from the Muppets. Uh, so, holy shit. I'm like holding the kid, loving her up, and mom was blown away. I give that. I go, well, yeah, you know what? It's because they know a friendly soul. They know... Uh, someone who's grown a garden of listeners. Okay. By the way, while this is all unfolding, uh, uh, Kenny and Aram are talking Breaking Bad. <sighs> How many times do I have to tell you idiots? Shut up. Maureen was 38 when her youngest was born. Oh, my God, you buzzard. All right. Kenny, I will ban you again if you get out of if you get sideways with me. I will give you another ten minutes. I'm looking at it. This is what Ding Dong wrote. 
Makes me wish Mike from Breaking Bad was sitting on a bench nearby. And then I said, Kenny, quit talking Breaking Bad. I'm not. He gives me the finger. Thanks. Okay. So that's awesome. I go into the locker room and I hear, Hey man, how you doing buddy? And I'm like, okay. And I turn and this is this guy who, um, he has a story because he's fighting cancer and he's winning. Okay. And, um, everybody made a big deal about this guy fighting his cancer fight. You know, we had like, uh, I'm just going to say it. I don't, I don't remember his name. It was like uh, uh, Joey Strong. You know, whenever someone's fighting cancer, you got to take their name and put the word strong next to it. That's a trend. You know, so-and-so, it's either strong or tough. So this guy was so-and-so. It's known to me as uh, Dude Strong. And he uh, survived the chemo and he's in like remission and now he's battling back and he's getting back in shape and everybody's rallied around him. It was a big go fundraiser, a a go fund for him. And he's, you know, he's fighting the good fight and his family's with him. He's on TV. You know, it's awesome. Everybody knows this guy except me. The thing is, I don't think he knows me either. I don't know him and he doesn't know me because he started with, Hey, guy, how's it going, man? And uh, he's nude. And I turned around and I go, oh, bro. Oh, yeah, chief. Hey, how you feeling, pal? And it's there's like pauses in between because I'm searching for things to call him. Oh, man. Hey, how you feeling? Uh, guy? Chief? Uh, buckaroo? And so... This is the conversation. Neither of us know who we, who we are. Very awkward. Um, but I did find out and I, you know, I, I go, Hey, so, um, why con Rob says, cuz, Hey, cuz what's up? God. And, uh, uh, I, I've, I've seen this guy. For literally years. And I have no clue what his name is. And uh, I guess he's doing okay. Surviving for another day. And uh, I mean, I don't think he would have. That would have really been a bummer if he said, well, yeah, the cancer's back, guy. Oh. Yet another moment where uh, this is unfolded. By the way, uh, Kevin Kuypers has witnessed this issue. We were at Berlin Raceway a number of weeks ago. And this guy from the track shows up. Uh, all the track personnel uh, wear like yellow shirts. And he goes, Zane, how are you? It's good to see you. And I go, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. And I'm looking at him and, and he knows. And, and, and Kyler can sense it. And he starts, I'm sorry, Kevin Kuypers. I keep I get those two mixed up because they're thick as thieves. Kevin Kuyper starts laughing. I can tell he knows that I'm struggling. And I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. 
I said, is your name Mo? I went with Mo. And, and he goes, it's DJ. And I go, oh, uh, no, no, no. I said, Mo. Uh, no, no. Begins with a C. DJ. And I go, yeah. Oh, fuck me. I'm such an idiot. My God. And Kevin goes, I can't believe I witnessed this. I've been waiting for this to happen. Spectacular. That was a good time. I, it bumps me out that word to the cold months now. And, uh, we can't see racing. Till spring, till April, the icebreaker. Okay. Oh my God, ADHD. I've honestly, I'm 45 minutes into the show. I've only talked about one thing that I actually planned. I need to get into this asteroid deal. NASA's DART mission, uh, 7 million miles away, the asteroid Dimorphos, which orbits. Didymus, okay, it is a system. Um, the, uh, what do you call it? Dimorphos is much smaller than Didymus. Didymus is 2,500 feet across Dimorphos. The one that we smashed into is 525 feet across. All right? Dimorphos flies around Didymus, doesn't leave the orbit of it, because of gravity, and Dimorphos flies around the solar system. No chance, they say, of these hitting us. In the back of my mind, 1% believe the conspiracy theory that what we did yesterday actually saved the Earth. So it's 7 million miles away, and like in 2020, I don't know, maybe 21, we launched... This DART mission, the DART probe, which stands for Double Asteroid Redirection Test. So this isn't like there was an ast- or a satellite in space and we just turned down the juice and flew it into it. This is planned from the start. It was built for this. They spent $325 million to build this thing, which they described as about the size of a vending machine with uh, uh, supreme telecommunications on it so that it can talk to us and we can guide it and it has thrusters. But we launched this bastard into space uh, to rendezvous with this asteroid system. Um, it was it hit uh, Dimorphos at 14,000 miles an hour. That's about three and a half miles a second. And so what I'm about to show you when you see the asteroid Dimorphos getting bigger in your screen, that's how fast it's flying. You don't get that impression, though, of it. You get the impression that it's just kind of like barely moving at it. But when you start to see this asteroid, you know, it's probably like 30 miles away when it's filling the screen. And then at the last second, uh, all of a sudden the transmission cuts as they were successful and smashing the DART spacecraft into Dimorphos. Now think about the math involved in this. 
Uh, all the people that had to build this damn thing, successfully get it into space, and then all the calculations. It's just this is why smart people exist. This is why the smart people in the schools really have to go through a lot of effort uh, to in order to do this. And thank God that they're there earning the high dollars that they that they are. Uh, they they went through a lot to get that far. This is why smart people are great. And a lot of times they get bullied, and that's fucking ridiculous. Eh, nerd, let me kick your ass for being good at stuff. My niece is a rocket scientist. I'm so proud of her, okay? I'm probably the most proud of her because of the amount of work she put in. Uh, she went to uh, Michigan Tech and uh, got her uh, bachelor's in engineering, and then she did all of her graduate work and completed that very, very fast, all while on a soccer scholarship for the team. So that is fantastic. She's the real deal. And then uh, as she's completing her graduate work, she starts looking for jobs. She finds a company in California. I don't know the name of it, where she is actually, it actually says rocket scientist job. And she is a rocket scientist. Now that's not as uh uh, in, in real life, it's not as sexy as it sounds. Um, she basically, with every launch that SpaceX makes or whatever uh, private company, um, in order to pull this off, um, the government has commissioned this company that my niece works for to take the data from those launches and try to make them safer, stronger, more powerful, more fuel efficient, Things like that. And so she basically crunches numbers all day. So a person like my niece is like the person at mission control. Eventually, she hopes. And get this. uh, Right out of college. First job out of college. North of $100,000. Come on! Now, she has to live in California, but, I mean, it's expensive to live there. Hopefully she's away from the homeless people. I think she is. But, oh my God, I'm just so proud of her. Absolutely awesome. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, Audio, check. Video, check. Here we go. With their Verizon private 5G network, that Associated sucks. British Ports can now precisely I can't even. nearly 600,000 I can't even shut that fucking thing down. I can kill the audio. Of all that preparation, this is where I leave it. What an idiot. My goodness. Eight, yeah. seven, oh, six, wow. five, four. From science fiction to reality. And we have and impact. We <laughs> this morning, NASA is hailing its history-making test of a planetary defense oh. system. Lots of awkward high fives. Okay, so the little one is the one that they're going to fly into. You can see it right there. That is Dimorphos. The big one is Didymus. Seven million miles away, they've rendezvoused. And just to see that, oh my God, how great is that? Craft in time lapse, traveling at 14,000 miles per hour, slamming into a harmless asteroid named Dimorphos, orbiting a larger asteroid called Didymus, seven million miles from Earth. NASA says the impact was right on target. As we hit like 
the last two minutes where we could no longer command the spacecraft and you knew we were on the trajectory and you knew that we were not going to do anything to change it. It was just joy. These stunning images of Dimorphos captured in vivid detail by DART's cameras moments before collision. Compared to other things that we've seen, that moon looked egg-shaped with a bunch of boulders clearly on the top. It'll take a month or maybe more before NASA can analyze all of Obviously, this is all computer generation here of, of what they're hoping happens. The data from telescopes on Earth and in space to tell if DART successfully gave Dimorphos a bit of a nudge. A critical test if NASA hopes to use the same technology to one day deflect and divert a mega asteroid from hitting Earth. A nightmare scenario that's played out on Hollywood hits like the blockbuster Don't Look Up. You know how many the world is ending meetings we've had over the last two years. <laughs> wow, famine. Oh, the ozone is so boring. Scientists say Dimorphos poses no threat to Earth. NASA Chief Bill Nelson says the agency is now ramping up its ability to detect asteroids of any size. Right now, are there any asteroids that are in any way threatening Earth? We don't see any. Can you imagine if you said, oh yeah, they're coming in? But we can only uh, look for ones that are about 350 feet or so. Uh, we want to get to where we can even uh, find any asteroid out there. Yeah, isn't that stunning? Dimorphos, only about 560 feet in diameter, is one of more than 27,000 known asteroids that are close enough to Earth to earn a nickname and be tracked by NASA. None are thought to pose a risk to Earth. But NASA also believes there may be more asteroids that are undetected, so this planetary defense system, DART, could be critical. Guys, back to you. Wow. Mm -hmm. right. As Roka would say, science. I know. Yeah. And math. Yeah. <laughs> ben, I love you. Thank so you, all right, uh, let's turn back to Mr. Roker, speaking of science. All right. I don't care if it was, uh, what's her name? I, what, 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 I keep forgetting her name. The hot chick when Al's not there. Uh, Dina? God, somebody help me out. How could I possibly forget that name? I, 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 I can't even do anything until I get it. Um, all right. So, yes. Now, with a little luck, the name is Mo. Uh, yes, that that's it. Thank you, Jimmy. With a little luck, one of those planet killers will be flying in. Well, not a planet killer. One that would, I don't know, destroy a country about the exact same size as Russia and waste everybody. With a little luck, that will happen. So hitting so perfectly and so precisely that it would destroy everything up to uh, the border of Russia. I see Corey was thinking the same thing as me. So if can you imagine if we have this technology and then we find out and, we, and it's confirmed by Russia that a giant asteroid is going to hit Moscow? And the Russians say... We have no means to deflect this. And the U.S. says, well, we do, asshole. Guess what? We're going to use this as a bargaining chip. And, well, Russia's like, okay, what? Well, you either get out of Ukraine and let the Ukrainians uh, take over Russia or uh, nothing happens and you all die. 
What do you think about that? Holy shit. We've got Mother Nature's nuclear weapon that's going to hit you. Or just don't say anything. Don't even tell them. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay, I thought that that was so damn cool. And I love this. Uh, and, and that number of 20-some thousand that we know of. Oh, my God. Holy shit. There was um, something else that I wanted to play from that uh, video. In fact, this uh, allows me to play the, the um, video of it hitting again, which I still think is just pretty fantastic. Seven million miles away, traveling at 14,000 uh, miles an hour, and we're able to actually see it as it happens. I'll probably get an ad here. Nope, there it is. Okay, now this. What we have here is the real-time footage of when it all went down. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Seven, six, five, four. It sounds like they're having sex. Two. One. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Eight, yeah. Seven, oh, six, wow. five, yep. four. Having sex. Three, two, one. Squirt. Oh. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> oh, wow. Awaiting visual confirmation. All right. We got it. Look at that. Waiting. Waiting. And that's when it hits it. And we have impact. <laughs> a family for humanity in the name of planetary defense. Fantastic. Bum, bum, bum. It's been a successful completion of the first part of the world's first planetary defense test. And there- I think they need a younger spokesperson, you know, like my niece. This guy is 1,000. This guy is older than the asteroid that they hit. For years of hard work. There. Look at them. That's them building it. Every one of these people makes a million dollars a year. There was a lot of innovation and creativity that went into this mission. <clears throat> and I believe it's going to teach us how one day to protect our own planet. from. This guy should be leading one of those churches like Billy Graham's. Okay. It should be there. Should, he should be at an altar right now. He should not be in. He should not be leading NASA. An incoming asteroid. I really look forward. I need this guy to be saying the end of days are coming. They're learning all about what's happening from the observatories so they can tell us about the changes in this asteroid's orbit. So thank you to this international team. We are showing that planetary defense is a global endeavor and it is very possible to save our planet. All right. Okay, good. Well, uh, that's that's uh, check that one off the off the list of things that can kill us if we can uh, be successful doing that. All right. Now all we need to do is worry about the other eight million ways that we can die. I like how in the U.S. we're like, all right, we have taken care of this problem. We are now able to. Uh, uh, Save the planet by flying something into the asteroid. By the way, we will continue to do nothing to fight global warming. Or do it wrong. Oh, no! Uh, 
No one saw the video, Eric Zane. Yeah, I'm sorry. I might have screwed that up. I had a bad feeling about that. Damn it. There's the realization. It's always fun for you guys on the live stream when I hit it. Ah, oh, no. Damn it. I'm always like, yeah, look. Look at it. It's great. You can't see anything. Fuck. All right. Click the show notes. It'll be there. None of you will, but who cares? Shut up, Aram. He talks about distractions on the show. You know how hard it is to do this show? I know this. None of you can do what I do. None of you. Uh, where are we? I now, now I got to refocus. I got to recenter myself. Come on. <sighs> Breathe deep. Let's try this. The hurricane is coming. You may have noticed because gas prices are through the roof. I was like, what? Uh, it was like 380, 375 where I live. And then, uh, in a blink of an eye, $4 and 19 cents. Audio check. Video check. I swear I got this this time. Here you go. And this is part of the reason why. Visual. As you can see behind me, some businesses already boarding up their windows with plywood sandbags out as well to prevent flooding. This ice cream shop here trying to ease some of the tension with a little bit of humor. But the reality is the focus right now is on mass no ice cream for Ian. Evacuations. Hundreds of thousands of people, guys, being asked to leave their homes as Hurricane Ian is strengthening this morning and approaching a population of three million people. This morning, Florida is rushing residents out of a possible disaster zone. Hurricane Ian has grown so large so fast, the storm, which is now nearly 500 miles wide, can be seen from space. The fear it could hit Florida this week as a major hurricane. Even if it's off the coast of having really historic... Ron DeSantis, too busy shipping uh, migrants to other states to worry about this. Storm surge and flooding is very, very real. Around a half dozen counties on Florida's Gulf Coast issuing mandatory evacuations, many starting today, prompting bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic on many highways. Oh Please be patient. We expect to have to evacuate over 300,000 people. Yet time is quickly running out, especially for those seeking sandbags or to stock up on supplies. Empty shelves at stores throughout the region. This video. Okay, this is crazy. Uh, all the red things, those are the gas cans. All of the yellow things are generators. And I don't know what this is. I'm guessing packs of water. Okay, watch how quickly this shit leaves. From inside a Tampa Home Depot shows generators, plywood, and gas cans flying off the shelves throughout the day. Florida now activating 5,000 National Guardsmen. That you know, if you lived in a place that uh, has a hurricane, I'm guessing... You should probably, that gets hurricanes, I should say. You should probably buy this shit ahead of time and be ready to go. You know, how many hurricanes have to happen before people, like, actually prepare, you know? Just seems like it might be a good idea. That's double the initial call-up from just a few days ago. An additional 2,000 guardsmen are on standby in neighboring states. FEMA is also on the ground and ready to provide help. It's why so many are preparing to leave. Ready? For Vika Waters, who lives... The wood that these people bought to put on their homes costs like $90,000. ...here an evacuation zone 
That's not an option because she's 38 weeks pregnant. Getting in a car makes me nervous as well because I would have to deliver somewhere um, that my doctor is. Look at those three. Absolutely perfect. Look how look how handsome and adorable they are. Not there. For others who have not been ordered to leave yet, the scars from past hurricanes weighing on them heavily. In Mexico Beach, Florida, they're busy filling sandbags, remembering all too well Category 5 Hurricane Michael's destructive power. I don't, I don't even know why people bother with the sandbags when you look at what the hell has happened. I don't think a few sandbags are going to make a difference from a hurricane. In 2018, many there taking the tried and true advice, hope for the best, but prepare for the Jesus, worst. Look at that. And in just two counties, Hillsborough and Pinellas, where I'm standing right now, there are roughly a million plus people in evacuation zones, guys. Today is going to be crucial, crucial hours. Tampa's airport closing at five o'clock today, but not before those final flights help to get people out. Savannah, let me send it back to you. Okay, Sam, thank you. And of course, we will have the latest updates on Ian throughout love you. the morning. I love you. Uh, why when in the Verizon private? Why in the world do people live there? I've, I've touched on this before. I, I, I just, come on. It's just ridiculous that anybody would even live in Florida with, with this huge threat. Every year, you have a massive threat. All right. Good luck. Thanks for the high gas prices. Uh, hey, this show uh, is on Patreon, as you know. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I just posted uh, last night the Lost Zane recordings from BBL. In it is an interview with Red Wing legend Yuri Fisher, who still works with the organization. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're like, who is that? This is the guy who had a heart attack on the bench. And they're like giving CPR while he's laying there. It was a horrible thing, but he survived and now still uh, active in the NHL. This is a uh, interview from back in 2017. It's part of what you pay for when you sign up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, where we're going to have the um, Kate selfie photo contest. Take a, a selfie like Kate contest. If you are near a Planet Fitness, take a picture with you in front of the Planet Fitness with your glasses on your nose and a stupid look on your face. Make sure the Planet Fitness sign is there and then send it to me. We'll have the Take a Selfie Like Kate Planet Fitness Challenge going on on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Five or ten bucks a month. Sign up. You keep the show alive and well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahondagranville.com. Pre-order your new vehicle today. S-E-R-R-A, hondagranville.com. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, stop going without health care. If you live without health care, you're making a huge mistake. Uh, maybe you aren't aware of how simple it is to get health care for you and your family through healthcare.gov. You pay for it your whole life. You might as well utilize it. It's set up for people who either their employer does not offer insurance, they are between jobs, or maybe they're self-employed, like me. You can get insurance, healthcare.gov, and it won't break the bank. It's a wonderful, wonderful setup, and it has been working flawlessly for the most part since it started. 
And Frank Foss wants to tell you how it works because not everybody knows. Frank's services are free. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He gets paid by the insurance companies. So call him up about health insurance through healthcare.gov, 616-914-4070. He will help you in ways that you did not know were possible. And I'm not kidding you. If you talk to him today, you can have health insurance by the end of the day today. Trust me. He's also the Medicare Advantage Plan slash Social Security guru. He knows everything there is to know about these things. So if you or someone you know or love is getting set to turn 65 or is over 65 now, get a Medicare Social Security checkup from Frank. 616-914-4070. Free, free, free. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I utilize Frank myself. I get my policy through uh, healthcare.gov. Frank does all the legwork for me. Josh Blue is appearing at uh, Full House Comedy Venues this week, Thursday to Saturday, fullhousecomedy.com. All right. There is a new movie coming out, and it looks terrifying. There's some viral marketing that the people who uh, who have made the movie are doing. And what uh, they're doing for the viral marketing, it costs very little. They just have several trained actors. You don't even need to be a trained actor. You can just have anybody do it. At sporting events, putting them in a spot, buying them a seat where they are uh, on camera. So behind home plate, uh, things like that. And in, in another instance, um, behind Savannah on the Today Show out in the plaza. And all people are doing is standing and staring at the camera, not flinching and smiling. Like a real hard, aggressive smile. You know who'd be good at doing this horrible, aggressive, creepy, unflinching smile? They should call on Boring Dean. He would be excellent at this. This is the same way he leers all the time. This is what freaked me out about that fuck in the first place. So take a look at this shit. My God. uh, Tyler says, I was at that game. That was crazy. So look at this. I mean, if someone is there. Now, I actually have video here from the game. Of, uh, of the dude. Now, th- this is from, uh, this is the chick from the game. And now this, it it, uh, it happened in several spots. Like I said, uh, the Today Show, I got to zoom in so you can see it. Look at her. That's bizarre. Just that really full smile and not flinching. That makes me, that creeps me out really, really bad. Uh, and then this one, we showed you that. Oh my God. Oh, and the t-shirts say smile on them. Uh, this one, this here, this guy's not as bad, but he's got the same type of weirdo smile. He's wearing the smile t-shirt. And then this guy here, he just stands and doesn't move. I have video of this one. 
Okay, hold on a second. This is video from, uh, oh, God, I cannot take this shit. Oh, I got to make sure I got it because I don't want to fuck it up. Okay. That's of 11 games. At oh, no. Oh. Including this one, that means their magic number is now 10, and they can reduce it to 9. <laughs> With a victory, Reese Hoskins, Homer, and drove in four. Someone needs to put an axe through this bitch's head right now. Six scoreless innings for the win. That's of 11 games, including this one. That means now, magic. that's of 11. Okay, hold on a second. That's of 11. There she is. This is her right here, way off on the side. And then someone picks up on it, and they zoom in on it. Now, I don't know. Maybe the broadcast was in on it, and they said, make sure you get a shot of her. They probably may. You know, maybe they did. Good. Uh, that's very effective. 11 games, including the Oh, no. This makes my heart drop. This freaks the, me out bad. It's now 10, and they can reduce it to 9 tonight. <laughs> Victory. Stop looking at me, you sick four. bitch. How about this guy? He has no idea what's up. He's like, hell yeah. Nola, six scoreless innings for the win. Okay. Um, and then there was there was one more, too. Uh, creepy, smiling people. This guy. Look, I think uh, history's history. And this moment is bigger than... Oh. So everybody is flinching, moving around. This guy doesn't doesn't move. Chews with his mouth open. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're talking about. Doesn't matter. Look, the guy's done nothing but walk and hit for like the last few days. Or okay, that one's effective, but not nearly as good as as the woman. Um, okay, now the trailer for this. Oh my God. I watched this trailer last night and it, I did not like it at all. I, I, um, last time I was freaked out by a trailer in a movie, it was that movie, the nun. And I, we ended up going to it and seeing it with, uh, Ben and Diana and I forget who else, Ben's girlfriend. And it wasn't as scary as, as the trailer was, but this trailer, I I don't even want to fucking play it now because it freaked me out last night when I'm laying in bed. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is ridiculous. And I, from what I can gather, if someone smiles at you, that means you're going to die. They're like putting a curse on you. That's what I can gather. So we're going to watch. I realize that this is all shit that if you're listening to the audio podcast, you, you can't figure out what the fuck is happening. Just click on the link. You'll figure it out. It's well worth it. Okay. So audio check, video check. This is the trailer for the film Smile. Okay. Now I'm not going to comment because I don't want to describe it to you. I'm just going to watch it from the beginning and not say a word. So except it's probably scream. What is it you like to talk about? I'm patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. 
Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. That's Dean right there. Dean's in the movie. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. I found 20 cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. You? How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today's my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. How does it make you feel? My eyes are watering. I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. What? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. This is so fucked. Oh. Uh, that 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 rattled me. Rob says, "How scary can this be? Doesn't look scary at all." Uh, excuse me, Mister Balls of Steel. Chris writes, "Meh." Stevie says, "Nope, nope, nope." Tyler says, "Let's all go watch it." Eric must think smiling is scary. Well, I do like that. I do not like that at all. No. Uh God. I I I I do not enjoy fright. There is a a, a a large number of the population who gets who enjoys fright. Well, maybe that is something we can do as a group. All right, we're going to meet here, and we're going to get a a row of seats, and we're going to go see this movie. Oh, God. Jimmy says, love it. Yeah, you're surrounded by coffins and movie makeup in your house, you animal. I'm just going to tell you that if if, if one of you comes up to me and starts holding that smile like Dean does, I'm going to bash you in the face. Oh, what a sick fuck. Okay. Absolutely horrible. Um, ah, God, I. All right. Brett Favre is back in the news. Completely different topic. Brett Favre may be in deep caca. 
The story goes that he was pressuring the then governor and uh, other bigwigs to send money that would like uh, uh, feed people who were on welfare, who couldn't afford to feed themselves. He was going to take from that pile of money in the state of Mississippi, and he wanted $5 million to build a volleyball facility at the school that he went to college at, Southern Southern Miss. Mississippi's like a third world country already. You know, these people don't have any money. I think the uh, average yearly income for the average citizen in Mississippi is like 50 bucks. So Favre uh, was trying to get funds directed at these people to be directed to this uh, volleyball facility construction because his daughter played volleyball there. And so, hey, let's get a state-of-the-art facility for the volleyball team at the school that I attended when I was, uh, you know, just before I went to the uh, NFL. Uh, Ram says something is missing from the story. Why is uh, asking the governor for money a crime? Hang tight, hang tight. Don't you, you know a, a little Aram cart before cart before the horse. Once again, all I ask is that you you know maybe just relax and let me do my job, and all will be told. Okay. For once, could you just stop being so fucking hyper? Christ Almighty. Um, now it's looking more and more that Favre was encouraging the governor to commit a crime. A series of text conversations between Favre and Mississippi governor at the time, Phil Bryant appeared to show Favre repeatedly pressing the then governor about funding the construction of a volleyball facility at the university of Southern Mississippi. You do realize around that. I just got done saying, Millions of dollars of the money was uh, to be used for public welfare. And he's asking them to take the money for public welfare and spend it on a volleyball facility. That absolutely could be interpreted as a criminal act. It's called fraud. The funding of the facility at Favre's alma mater was part of an investigation into millions of dollars of misspent public welfare funds within the Mississippi Department of Human Services. Investigators say were directed toward leadership members' personal use and granted to prominent Mississippians like Favre, whose daughter played volleyball at the university at the time. Pause right there. Why is Brett Favre begging for $5 million? Has he blown every penny that he made as an NFL player? That wouldn't surprise me. Brett Favre does not seem like the uh, sharpest pencil in the box. Favre has not been charged criminally yet in the massive welfare fraud uh, scheme. Uh, While that is true, he is a defendant in a civil suit brought by the state against more than 35 people and entities in an effort to recover some of the funds. The new documents filed Friday in Hines County District Court by Governor Bryant's attorney show Favre texted Bryant numerous times asking if the funding for the volleyball complex would be secured. 
Favre also texted Brian in July 2019 about funding for a high-quality football facility to attract better recruits. The governor said, hey, Brett, use of these funds is tightly controlled. Any improper use could result in violation of federal law. So that's Brian's way of saying, hey, you know, um, back off. This money is... uh, is, is very is monitored quite well. This money goes towards uh, people who are well they're they're poor. We can't be taking that money and putting it to the new volleyball and football facility. Dumb fuck. As soon as we get approval, we can move forward. Without that approval, any expenditure could be illegal. And Nancy and University of Southern Mississippi could be made to repay the federal government any and all funds spent, the then governor added, according to the filing. Now, I mean, I don't know. If, if someone, if you ask for uh, money like that, and then the governor of the state says, yeah, dude, this is illegal. You might want to back off. Now, this is on uh, an easily trackable device, uh, emails or texts on um a, a state property. So if you pull the old sexy voice, Andrea and FOIA this, which she and that whole gang are experts at the FOIA uh, authorities, they should hire those three actually to be in charge of all the foying. Um, they will get to the bottom of this. So the FOIA comes in, you know, FOIAs are to be used for important things like finding out when people make phone calls and also for finding out if Brett Favre is trying to steal millions of dollars. One of those things is important. Favre continued to press the governor texting him again about the need for funding for the facility. We obviously need your help. We obviously need your help big time and time is working against us. And we feel that your name is, is the perfect choice for this facility. So he's suggesting, give me the money. We're running out of time and I'll put your name on the volleyball building. Five ads. We are not taking no for an answer. You are a Southern Miss alumni and folks need to know you are, you are also a supporter of the university. Now, if I'm the governor, I'm like, Fuck you, you stupid hillbilly. I'm not doing this shit. Brian's attorney argued in the filing, the then governor continuously pushed back on Favre's request. Brian is not named in the civil lawsuit and has not been criminally charged in relation to the welfare scheme. So at the very least, it just looks horrible. Favre is asking him to break the law. Now, Favre hasn't been charged with anything yet. And uh, there, there, it, you might not have any proof of even a crime. But he sure does look like a piece of shit. So that's the point of all this. Aram! CNN has reached out to Favre's attorney about the most recent filing, but did not receive a response. Uh, also says that Favre did not know the welfare funds were being used for the volleyball center and his fundraising efforts for the facility were honorable. Doesn't sound like it. 
All right. So that's uh, the latest on Brett Favre. Our pal Stu McAllister uh, spent a great deal of time this past weekend burning Brett Favre shit. He burnt the Brett Favre jersey. And then he's uh, he's burning Brett Favre football cards. And then uh, he also burnt Herschel Walker football cards because uh, he's a Republican. And he's, he's kind of stupid. Uh, and he's in a, uh, a Senate battle with Ralph Warnock in the state of Georgia, which I'm pretty sure um, even the people of Georgia are not going to vote uh, for Herschel Walker. If that guy wins that election, oh, my God. He is super dumb. And his brain is mush from playing football, frankly. You don't want that guy as a senator. Okay. God bless A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez and crew will come to your house for that furnace tune-up, $79. Oh, my God. Now, uh, truth be told, uh, most people in the area charge about the same. But this is Joe Martinez. There's the upside of you are engaging a trusted sponsor on the Eric Zane show podcast for a long, long time. Please support the show by supporting the sponsors, Joe Martinez and his crew, the absolute best in the business. 616-516-8579. Get the $79 furnace tune up today from a and E heating and cooling. Okay. You have to have this done every single year. One furnace cleaning, one AC tune up. If you don't, things can get off the rails quickly for you, causing you to have a much more expensive repair job. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay, while I'm at it, hello to Mario Flores and the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505 if you need a mortgage. Uh, okay. It doesn't matter where you are with the exception of Maine, South Carolina, Alaska, and Hawaii, anywhere you are in the U S except those four places, those four States, you can get a mortgage from Mario two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505 call today. NMLS number 3035, whether it's your first mortgage 10th, maybe it's a refi. Mario can help you two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505. Please mention me. And Hello to the folks at the Kent County Health Department as we wind down September, National Vaccine Awareness Month. Get those kiddos vaccinated. If they are in school and they do not have measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, all those things, what are you doing? Make sure your children have uh, the best chance uh, of having uh, nothing terrible happen to them with any of those infectious diseases that have been making a comeback. Accesskent.com slash health. Click where it says immunizations at the Kent County Health Department. Speaking of health, this next story, um, I discovered it on my own, and then Rob, Blue State Rob, uh, sent it along. He said, maybe you should hang on to this story until the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And I'm like, maybe, but I just can't do it. It's, It's too... Unbelievable. It's something that I, I, I'm looking forward to talking about. 
God, I want to be able to share just part of it. Okay, I think I can. If you know where I'm going on this story, please don't tip off the audience on Twitch. I think Aram's got to get a 10-minute. He's just been way out of line today. He keeps just, you know, he's he's just nitpicking. Every now and then, Aram needs that. All right? This is a sweet grandmother. She's happy as can be. I think that's her daughter's puppy dog. And she'd fall asleep with the dog, like, by her side. This could very well be me. I We sleep. It's like Eric, Diana. In the middle is Bruce. Okay? Bruce is right there. Every night, head on the pillow. Sometimes he rolls on his back, puts his paws in the air. Um, Stevie says, oh, please don't let anything happen to the dog. The dog is fine. The dog is is not harmed in this. Okay? I'm with you. I would rather see people hurt than a dog hurt. Like if someone says to me, oh, my God, there was a mass shooting. And I'm like, okay, uh, was it where people are or was it like an a- at an animal shelter? Oh, no, it was at a mall. I'm like, oh, thank God. All right. I'm just going to start from the beginning and read, and then there's some other pictures. Now, I'm just I'm just going to let you know, some of you people are going to want to puke. Out of all the things that I've ever talked about on the show, some have been fabricated when I'm just saying gross shit. Some are true. Some actually happen. On the Patreon, we talked about the guy who fell in the uh, industrial uh, recycling metal shredder. And what happened to him? That's some serious gross shit. Horrible. Horror story. This might be worse. No one's dead. But uh, but this one is not, uh, I'm not exaggerating anything because I'm reading it right from the quote from this lady. She lives in uh, Great Britain. Amanda Gamo, 51. Oh, Maureen, this is bad. She says, I just started breakfast. Yeah, this is going to be terrible. Was taking an afternoon nap. And Pet Chihuahua Bell was in the bed. Uh, I was having I was having my afternoon nap with Bell like I always do. This is where it's really going to get bad. When I suddenly felt something squirt in my mouth, 
A British woman spent three days in the hospital after her daughter's dog defecated in her mouth as she slept. Belle, the chihuahua, had become ill and suffered sudden diarrhea. So we're talking no mass, just a hot projectile stream of feces directly into this lady's mouth. Quote, it was disgusting, and I was hurling violently for hours after. I just couldn't get the taste out of my mouth, she said. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I think if that happens, you need to kill yourself. I Honestly, that's the only way out. The dog's daughter, or Gamo, is uh, Amanda Gamo, uh, Amanda's daughter took Belle to the vet where the pooch was diagnosed with a nasty stomach bug. Now, this next, it it gets worse. It actually gets worse. But only if you're watching the live stream or you click on the link. Amanda Gamo took a picture of her face with the diarrhea on her face. Look at that. You fucking whore. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my God. Ugh. I haven't been this grossed out by a picture like that since one of the Deniacs took a selfie. How bad is that? My God. And this made the mom violently ill. She had to go to the hospital. Later that day, Gamo herself began displaying some of the same symptoms as the dog. She quickly sought medical attention. God, I can't believe she posted a selfie of her with shit on her face. Paramedics prescribed the mom with painkillers for the stomach cramps and instructed her to drink lots of water to flush out any potential infection. However, her symptoms worsened over the next 48 hours. What happened to her? Did she take a shit in her daughter's mouth? With the cramps eventually spreading all over her body. One of you said a joke about two girls, one cup, or one dog, one grandma. One girl, one dog. Maureen writes, eat shit and die. Chris writes, Yo Kido Taco Bell. Instead of a pearl necklace, she got a mud necklace, says Tyler. Chris writes, This is how doggy pox starts. Oh. You know what's crazy? Is there are people in this world who would get aroused at that? I mean, that's a, that's a reason to be eradicated from, from our species. You, 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 you should be killed if you enjoy uh, feces on your face. Uh, the cramps got worse and worse until I could feel them all over my body, even in my legs. I was so dehydrated from being sick and having diarrhea that my kidneys had shriveled to half their size. Oh, my God. 
She called the ambulance. She was rushed to a local hospital. Doctors diagnosed her with a gastrointestinal infection that had been passed through Bell's feces into her mouth. Oh, God. She was kept under observation. Can you imagine, how do you explain that to the doc? Well, I was sound asleep and the dog shit right in my mouth. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, they re- rehydrated her with the electrolytes and glucose she lost throughout the horrific idea, uh, ordeal. I was kept in the hospital for three days. They'd flush the infection out through a drip. Uh, by the way, this woman also suffered from Crohn's disease. Oh, my God. My discharge note said I'd suffered a gastrointestinal infection caused by a dog defecating in my mouth, something doctors had never witnessed before. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, or cons- the conspiracy theory in me is maybe they made the dog do it for like an OnlyFans page. You could get rich. The mom was eventually discharged from the hospital and says she now is on the men. The mom's kind of cute, you know? You know, you know about me and my attraction to women that are my age, which by the way is appropriate, you know, but despite, um, the shit dripping off of her face and in this image here, she has cute features. She has very soft eyes. And I, that, that's like the first thing that I look at, look at, see what I'm talking about? There's very soft, pretty eyes on that lady. Here she is uh, kissing the dog. I don't know if this is before or after the dog shot a hot stream of diarrhea right in her mouth. But yeah, I'm, I'm reasonably attracted to this woman, but then all I have to do is scroll back to this and realize, you see, even in this one, uh, she has a very worried look, but she her, her eyebrows are, are very pristinely taken care of there. Pretty eyes. If you look above mid nose up, it's pretty lady. But this uh, shiny feces on her face that she took a selfie of. Oh my God. I can't believe she did that. Very, very cute. Oh, but my God. Uh, Meanwhile, pet pooch bell has also recovered from her stomach bug. She may not be welcome to sleep in the bed anytime soon. I've forgiven bell for her little accident. I still love her with all my heart. Gummo stated, but I will definitely be more mindful of what position we sleep in, in the future. Oh my God. I want you all to swear that if this ever happens to you, you need to, uh, admit this. Um, Maureen says, I've been bitten by chihuahuas and pit bulls. The chihuahua bites hurt more. Chris says, and you can, okay, and you can poo in her mouth. God, no, I wouldn't poo in her mouth. Tyler says, why else would she take a picture of that? Must have posted it on OnlyFans along with a video of her licking it off her lips. Come on! Uh, Nick, the electrician, says, Photoshop to white and it, and it would be a hot pick. Oh, yeah. By the way, Nick took the advice of your old pal Eric Zane yesterday. I talked to you about the uh, recipe on the sliders 
and he made it yesterday. I whipped up a dozen of the sliders. Good call. I am now full as fuck. Did you eat all 12? The plight of being a good cook is the gorging that happens when it turns out great. Signed, Nick. Yeah, couldn't have been more simple of a recipe. Uh, on yesterday's show, I posted that in the show notes. It It's fantastic. And I'm telling you, Nick, if you have any left over for today, they're better today. It's 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 not perfect because I considered White Castle hamburgers to be the most perfect slider on the planet. Um, but I'll tell you this. If you were to buy the frozen White Castles at the grocery store, the ones that we make from the recipe, better than the frozen ones. The frozen ones are... Uh, Okay. Originals. I mean, fresh White Castles. It's just unbelievable. Nick says, I'm actually eating one now in the office. See, I'm telling you people. And then the idea of an Eric Zane show podcast cookbook. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I That's something I want to do. There can be no commitment from me, though. I I just do too much as it is. I want to write a book about the kidney donation. I want to start my own charity. Most of these things can be done for me, but even any amount of finger lifting on my part, I can't do it. I want to start my own service where people pay me to be the voice of their little league organization. Don't have a minute to put it all together. I want to do a cookbook. Won't happen. Maureen says you need an assistant. Yes, true. However, that's a position that requires a paycheck. And I don't want to pay anybody. I would rather keep all the money for myself. So I'm not paying for it. No way. Maybe if Diana wants to do it. But I'm like, no, you can't do it. You have a job. I don't want to pay you. What, what, what's the point in that? Ah, Maureen says maybe a volunteer would do it. Uh, no thanks. Fuck you. Fuck off. No, I don't want your help. Stay the fuck away. Don't send me anything in the mail. Don't come over my house. Don't do shit. Chris says volunteer equals stalker. True. Crazy person. Fuck that. <sighs> Bunch of assholes. I'm talking about you for suggesting it. All right. Um, where I live right by here is the roller rink. It's known as Terry Hall. This is kind of like a, of a bygone era. You know, you, you don't see a ton of roller skating rinks these days, but we have one. We have one, right? It's like fucking four miles away. Legendary place. And, uh, very old, and they it was just a, a new ownership, like uh, 2021, it went up for sale. The old folks were getting out, 
and new people bought it. And uh, it's great. You go there. You 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 know they got the disco ball and you you skate and you hold hands with the chick and uh, whatever. Maybe like uh, maybe a little stink finger in the corner. It's it's great. It's awesome. You go to the roller rink like we did when we were kids. All right. However, however, uh, there was a recent homecoming weekend for all the schools. Like all the area schools have homecoming. And what they did was they very smartly marketed at the roller rink. Hey, after the homecoming dance, there's an after party at the roller rink. And all are invited except blacks and Mexicans. Okay, now I'm paraphrasing. They didn't really say all are invited except blacks or Mexicans. That would be ridiculous. They did, however, invite schools where uh, 99 out of 100 kids are white. So it's like uh, Allendale, Granville, Hudsonville, Jenison, and even like far away schools, like way to the West, like uh, Zealand, where, I mean, yeah, Shit, there's like no black kids go to those schools. But like a stone's throw away from the roller rink, there's Wyoming schools. And those schools are very diverse. They're full of black kids and white kids. Did they get invited? No. Oh! (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, no. This is a bad look. Who's the idiot at the roller rink who thought uh, this this could be interpreted as racist? Okay. Audio check, video check. You see the headline, parents concerned over, quote, segregated roller rink event. I don't know if it's, segre- if it's segregated. It looks more racist to me. Well, segregated is racist, but segregated would mean there's some black people there. New at six o'clock tonight, a West Michigan school superintendent is calling out a roller skating rink that hosted a homecoming party, but only allowed certain predominantly white schools to attend. In a Facebook post, Wyoming Public Schools said its students. So it isn't like a bunch of like parents are getting together and bitching. The boss of Wyoming Public Schools is like, hey, what the fuck? deserve better but the district wants the terry hall roller rink to explain why it excluded wyoming kids from that event target eight investigator susan samples reports i love her i've always been attracted to her that terry hall build the dance as an exclusive dance for 11 school districts okay, there, susan? that's right Su- there should be no problem with me liking women that are my age and older okay i have had it with you guys making fun of me because i love Women that are my age. My hair is white. I'm, I'm 52 years old. I, I live like an old man. I walk like an old man. Why? So what if I'm attracted to women that are 50 and older? That's my wheelhouse. I think it's a it's a plus. Okay, that's a, that's an attribute. I mean, it'd be creepy if I'm like, oh, yeah, that 21-year-old is hot. My kids are that age, assholes. 
You and Brian, all of the schools invited were majority white, some from a lot farther away than Wyoming public schools, which is just four miles from the rink itself. All was quiet Monday at Terry Hall Roller Rink in Granville. Not so quiet, social media, where parents of students excluded from Saturday's party sounded off. Terry Hall, under new ownership since at least January 2021, hosted a homecoming after party Saturday night, but only students with valid IDs from certain schools could attend. Uh, valid ID and, and a white hood. Including Jenison, Allendale, Granville, Hudsonville. Also invited Wayland and Zeeland schools. But Wyoming, just four miles from the rink, not invited. My family is mixed with every nationality. So. Abby Cuevas has a Wyoming public schools graduate, a high school junior, a sixth grader, and a family that's always loved skating at Terry Hall on Fairlane Southwest. But when they learned of the rink's exclusive homecoming after party. My junior, she's like... Like, this is this is, sounds like a segregated event to me. Like, what you know, what year are we living in? Quavos is it's worse than that. It's just you can't go. Kids go to Wyoming in part because they love the diversity. Nearly three quarters of its high school students are non-white. In neighboring Granville, just one quarter of its high school is non-white. Granville was invited to the party, not Wyoming. Oh, What's that teaching oh, our oh, no. youth to feel about themselves? Oh, like, I would no. be as a student, like, well, why can't we go? On its Facebook uh, page, Terry Hall explained due to capacity restrictions, including every surrounding school is simply not possible. Now that is such a crock of shit. Due to capacity restrictions, inviting every surrounding school is simply not possible. Well, yeah, but wouldn't you start out like spokes on a wheel, the closest schools to you? Granville's close. Uh, I, I would say that Wyoming schools are closer than Jenison and Hudsonville in actual distance from the actual schools. So this is that's bullshit. And for sure, Zeeland, those Dutch assholes way out west, holy shit, they're way the hell uh, off the beaten path from the roller rink. Allendale, they shouldn't even invite those slobs from Allendale. It's not like they can afford to go in the first place. They wrote, we are a privately owned business who put on a private event for our own high school kids, their friends. And the they need to get who find out who the owners are and investigate their Facebook page and pages and see personally their personal pages and see if they've got like uh, uh, MAGA memes and shit like that. The area schools who have continued to support our rink through these challenging times. School demographics, they wrote, were not entered into the equation on which schools to invite. Not convincing to parents whose kids were excluded. It was very concerning to me. Um, I value diversity and inclusion very much. Every business has a capacity limit, and I think the best way to avoid any problems is to sell the tickets. Have is this a kid or a mom? I can't tell. That amount of tickets, first come, first serve. Wyoming superintendent. Yeah, she's right, though. They, they should have just said, after party, we can sell this many tickets, first come, first serve. And even if it was free, they could say, but you, it, it's a ticketed event. Everybody, instead, they're like, all right, uh, white schools only. Craig Hoekstra said in a statement to News 8, when our students asked in advance to participate in the Terry Hall Roller Rink homecoming event, they were denied. Uh, he went on to say he's contacted Terry Hall for an explanation, and the rink's unwillingness to provide clarity and engage in a conversation is highly disappointing, he wrote, and the optics of the situation are divisive versus bringing youth from different areas across the community together. 
even if you were racist, well, let's just say, let's for this argument, even if you are a racist at Terry Hall, which I don't, well, I, I guess I don't know. But if, if you're 100% a racist and then you, you but you don't want to look bad and the school superintendent from Wyoming public schools come to you, you go, Oh, Oh fuck. Oh man. Oh, we're sorry. I can't believe we did that. You know, you got to think long-term business sense. Okay. You need to put your bigotry aside in order to, you know, because these are all customers. You go, Oh, well, you know what? We're going to do Wyoming night, uh, throughout the month of October, Wyoming only, you know, do something to fix this. This is a huge misstep. Yeah. It's all about optics. You fuck it up and you can't unring that bell. Idiot. Wyoming's superintendent did not respond to my request for an on-camera interview. He said in the statement, Wyoming has a long history of supporting and spending valuable resources at the Terry Hall roller rink. We do not know if Wyoming and other diverse districts that were not invited have booked parties at the rink since the new owners oh, took yeah. over mid-pandemic. The wow. Yeah, they're going to, at Terry Hall, they're going to have to do blacks only event. Yeah, they were doing all black people can go. No whites allowed. They got to fix this shit. Oh, my God. What a mistake. <laughs> Kyle writes, throw it back at them. Say last time students from Wyoming were here, they caused fights and stole stuff. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's true. That seems like you're making shit up you don't know that kyle ryan kyle writes waylon yes wyoming no guess that makes sense shaking my head oh boy yeah if you invite scum waylon kids okay yeah that that's some serious there there's some serious white power going on if you're going to invite Allendale scum and Waylon kids bummer for, uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah Rook, Rook, Roosh, whose son attends Allendale high school. <laughs> oh no. Uh, runner girl zero zero one says total lies. I believe they cherry picked what schools they wanted. Absolutely. Sarah Rugrock Roosh says, obviously they weren't welcoming to all Allendale didn't even have their homecoming yet. Oh, okay. But yeah, but still you get the uh, optics of it. They wanted uh, greasy MAGA scum to attend, which is what you are. <laughs> oh, he's wait a minute. She goes, no dumbass. He graduated. That's right. You sent me the invite. I forgot all about that. Fuck. Sorry. I guess you didn't get the gift. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Shit. Why do you even like me? Uh, Aram says it's totally bad business. Yeah. Hey, I got my eye on you. All right. I got my eye on you. Keep it between the lines. All right. That whole thing is a shit show. Jesus. Okay, asshole of the day in moments.
First off, though, let me do this. I got to brag because it was uh, fantasy football, and uh, the team, the uh, the Monday Night Football game, once that ends, then they can officially announce the winner of the game. And I was taking on Kevin Kuypers, who was undefeated, 2-0, and heading into the most recent weeks of games. I was 1-1, one and one, all right? First week, it was bad. Second week, I came back, and uh, I won that. And then on the third week, I was expected to lose. Kuyper's receiver, some dude for the Vikings, he, he didn't do anything. And uh, I was uh, uh, really doing well, but not quite well enough going into the Sunday night game to win. Now, I've got a running back for San Francisco. It was San Francisco and Denver in that uh, Sunday night game. The game was just a disaster. It was really terrible. Like 11 to 10 was the final score. But my running back on my fantasy football team plays for San Francisco, and he's kind of like a utility back. He just doesn't get the ball that much. I don't know the fuck his name. doesn't matter. First half ends. He hasn't even touched the ball, this dude. Now, I'm down by .70 points. Point seven zero points. If my guy just gets a handoff and runs it up the middle, he's going to get just enough points more than likely to give me the win. But at the end of the first half, the dude hasn't even gotten a sniff at the football field yet. Then it happened in the second half. Whoever this jackass is for the 49ers got the ball. He got like one yard and I got point. Uh, actually, Kuypers was winning by .38 points at this time. .38 points. My guy earned .70 points. Holy shit. So I won the matchup, if you look, by .32. Look at Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah, there it is. Team Creepy Dean. 95.7 to 95.38. Yes. And I'm up to 11th in the standings ahead of Linda. What do you think about that, Linda? This week, I am taking on the undefeated Ben Glaze. Ben Glaze's team is Jack Goff, my chub. All right. I just, and uh, I was favored barely in this matchup. Uh, and now that's changed because Stefan Diggs is now listed as questionable. Now, if he doesn't play, that's a problem. Hopefully he plays. Just wanted to brag. I'm loving this. Whoever came up with the idea for the fantasy football, uh, it's so enjoyable. Have I sent my $10 to Crazy Chris in Minnesota yet? No. Your suggestions for Asshole of the Day coming up. Gift of Life Michigan is inviting you to um, give the gift of life. And it uh, doesn't matter where you are. Uh, I've worked with this sponsor now for a couple of years. I am their media ambassador. Being, obviously, I've got my hand into the um, framework of uh, uh, organ donation. And so they asked me to talk about it on this show. And 
uh, I want to encourage you to go to golm.org. There is a myth, by the way, that if they find out that you're an organ donor, that they won't save you. That is far from the truth. Go to golm.org and fill out your organ donation form. If you are within the state of Michigan, go to golm.org. If you are out of the state of Michigan, registerme.org. It is, I mean, you can't take these organs with you. You can save eight lives with all of your internal organs and improve the lives of more than 100 more with your tissue and cornea donations. Gift of Life Michigan, golm.org or registerme.org. Please do this if you are a listener of the show. It'll take you two minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. Last but not least, Blue Frost IT. BlueFrostIT.com, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. For your small or medium-sized business, if you need to improve the tech at your place, don't just start buying stuff. Okay, you got to have a 30-minute consultation with Blue Frost IT to figure out what exactly you need appropriately purchased. Don't just go start throwing money on Amazon. BlueFrostIT.com, the number one rated IT firm in the entire Midwest. 616-285-50. 616-285-50. All right. Just like that. Two hours in the books on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you for being part of it. Yesterday, it was Colorado cops for leaving that cruiser on the train tracks. God damn, that was fucked up. Chick lived. Hey, it was hit by a train. To me, if you get $50 million in a settlement, it would be worth it. It would be worth getting hit by a train. Would you do that? I would, I would absolutely do that. I would, I would do just about anything for $50 million. Just about anything, even ridiculously sexual. If you said, Hey, Eric, the entire audience wants to shit in your mouth for $50 million. Would you do that? Yes, I would do it. I would do it for a lot less than that. All right. Maureen comments with asshole of the day. If not the Chihuahua, Terry racist rolling rink. Um, Eric for falsely accusing Amanda of being a rat. Yeah, but I fixed that. So that doesn't count. I mean, I can get a vote, but there's no way I'm going to be the asshole today. Um, Terry Hall roller rink. Chihuahua couldn't help it. Yeah, but what about Chihuahua mom for posting the pic of feces on her face? There's a pause because I'm writing. TC Paintball brings you the asshole of the day. The shit-faced dog grandma is the asshole of the day uh, for posting a picture of her with a hot dog diarrhea on her face. That is the asshole of the day. Honorable mention goes to crybaby bitch Nick. And tell him I said that. 
Okay, that's it. I'll have smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. God willing, in a little while. Thank you so much for being here. Bye-bye.